Yo. 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 What is up? Let's do this. I'm doing it right now. It's been, lo it's been long enough. I'm all I've over waited, it. The stank. too long for this moment. Is on it. Let's have a, let's have a party. I put it there. Let's the have, stank. The stank is what I put on it. Have a podcast party. Whoa. Tell you where I put the stank. In the turlet. Oh my gosh. That's what I was just doing. I, I don't want to hear about that. But I'm ready to go now. Having been cleansed of body and mind. <laughs> Cool, man. So maybe we should talk about them contests before yeah, people believe that I it will never actually get distributed. All right, here. Let me pull up my my folder called contest stuff. Yeah. Wow. Did you like? So what we get? Maybe like fifteen and all. I'm trying to not count uh. Keith Allison's. <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop yeah. of you as Conan and me as, uh, what's her name? Red Sonia? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of what the, Bridget Nielsen. You were Bridget Nielsen? Yeah. And the unicorn is impaling Hitler. Dude, that's awesome. I mean. And it's quote, it quotes Jack Bauer was saying, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, dope. yeah, and Daryl Surratt is a flower. So, I don't know. So, he won. That's the end. Yeah. Contest is over. No. Unfortunately, he was a runners-up. Well, he also thought the contest was for a truck. So, from what I know of Keith Allison, mad of mystery that he is, he doesn't even own an Xbox. He's too busy buying six varieties of Keiko Common live-action films <laughs> to play video games. <laughs> oh, why would you do that, Keith Allison? Why? Uh, the intense need to torture oneself. See, flagellants, they called them back in the day. Yes. But with modern technology being what it is, the barbed whip is no longer an effective yeah. torment device. It's the equivalent in the face of, of other ripping much open greater. your back with knotted ropes. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so, uh, so are we doing this for real? Like, do we want to do like a lead up to? Do we want to discuss? Yeah. We didn't discuss our choices. I mean, I, well, I th I think it's pretty obvious who won. Yeah, well, I figured, I didn't even think there would be a question in mind. Well, yeah, um, but, I mean, do we want to discuss some of the entries? I feel like a lot of people, there were some people who just phoned it in. Yeah. And to you, well, for shame. Honor honorable mentions, I don't really know what to say, but, like, um, the guy with the zombie. Oh, yeah, totally. Newsletter. K. Um, Dyer. I guess. I don't know. That's just what yeah. I wrote down because that was what was in his email. Um, somebody sent us all the scripts to the first season of 24. Which was cool, but not that's which, not really creative. Well, it was in the zip file, and I was hesitant to open it. I definitely scanned it for viruses several times. <laughs> I was like, is this a trap? Am I going to get a Trojan? <laughs> Are you going to hack my WoW account and take all my gold? That was what That, that would have been the joke. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> the contest is over because I hacked your computer and mailed the arcade stick to myself. Wait, it's like, wait, how'd you, you do, do that? that? It's like your computer is now a robot. You look over, it's grown arms and legs. And then it beats me to death. Yeah. Now nobody will know. The trail's gone cold. He's beaten to death. 
but the door is locked from the inside. Oh, the only evidence we have is this dead body and this computer that's covered in blood. Yeah, covered in blood and viscera. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was pretty, that zombie newsletter was pretty funny. Do you want to highlight anything from it? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it was, was it just something that was forwarded to us? Or huh? did he, do you think it's something that was actually written? I don't know. I feel like I read this in The Onion. That's possible. I don't know. All right. I don't think it, it needs more expansion than that. Though K. Dyer... Mitchell Dyer. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know. Maybe be suspicious of that one. You don't have to use a false name. We know who you are. Yeah. Come on, Mitchell. Nobody else has that last name. He did start the article saying, hello, fellows, eh? I was like, come on to you. Yeah, it's like as bacon sizzles in the background. And I'm drinking a Molson. So what else is there of note? I don't know. I liked uh, Shantae Wesson's entry with a... Cromham Pompalawful. Yeah. That was pretty clever. Cromham Pompalawful being the female counterpart to Cro- Cogswell Pepperbox. <laughs> it was delightful. Um, I, How are we going to do this? What do you mean? I think I think there was some mention of uh, garbage anime being mailed out to runners-up. Well, I got plenty of garbage anime. I mean, I got Mezzoporte... Yeah. I still have my Chevalier de Eon. <laughs> I could get rid of Samurai X because I already own the good part. So, like, the rest of the Kenshin BS could just go away finally from my house. The, um, like, the movie? Samurai X the movie? Yeah. I'm, stuff. I have the, the OAVs. I don't need the the complete box set. <laughs> what an inauspicious contest reward. That's not a bad one. If like, you already don't, I mean, it includes the Samurai X OAVs. So if oh, you don't well, then own that's them, actually a good one. Yeah. Well, we're not supposed to send them good stuff. Oh uh, well, I mean, they're, they're supposed to be sent crap. Okay, that's fine. Do they? I got the first volume of Pumpkin Scissors. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, that sounds like a winner. <laughs> right. The Will of the Wisp. It's like that's not very tough for a gang of yeah. It's like sort psycho of soldiers. Illu- it's illusionary. Yeah. <laughs> Illusory, perhaps. Dude, those were awesome and. Might and Magic, Illusory Forces, yeah. or Illusionary Forces. Totally, yeah. Illusionary Beast was pretty good, too, but the Forces was where it was at. So what are we... Are, but they lacked in durability. They gained in pure offensive prowess. It's true. And that was also Master of Magic, not Might and Magic. I don't care. That's why it took me a second. I was like, you played Might and Magic? <laughs> no. I wanted to play the one that came out on the Xbox, but I never got around to it. Maybe I'll rent that. That should be next. I'm never going to finish Resident Evil 5. Who am I fooling? How far are you in it? Huh? How far are you in it? Not very far. Like, I killed that bat grub. <laughs> the batter pillar? Yeah, the batter pillar. <laughs> I like that they put those two things together because the name marries so well. <laughs> I don't even know how that makes sense. Look, it's like the magical bumblebee. There's no way it should be able to fly. Oh, my God, it's eating my face. And it I just sprayed me guess. with something ghastly. That that is some horror out of African myth. Yeah, for real. Like the Tikbalong from the Philippines. That's which just is like a half human, half horse. Yeah. Wait, you mean the centaur? No. This is like a horse that stands on two legs. Oh. And uh, I think impregnates your women or uh, 
Hold on. I'm, I'm working on the, the Wikipedia <laughs> article right now. Um, they're said to scare travelers and lead them astray. They pray on tra- whatever. That's not interesting. Why would they even uh, have half horse things on the Philippines? Did they even have horses until sure, the uh, probably until the Europeans showed up? <laughs> a common saying has it that rain from a clear sky means may kinakasal na tikbalong, or a tikbalong is getting married. This is most likely derived from a similar Spanish proverb that claimed a witch was getting married. Come on, guys, you don't even have your own proverbs. Oh. Okay, I know what I was talking about with uh, impregnating the women, um, though this is only marginally related. It is, some, it is sometimes believed to be the transformation of an aborted fetus which has been sent from Earth or sent to Earth from limbo. Interesting. That's, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Third world countries have some tough monsters. By comparison, what is... What's the Jersey Devil? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just wondering, like, uh, if you did like a point by point comparison of one of our cryptozoological creatures versus one of theirs. I don't think any of the ours are born from aborted fetuses. But anyway, I guess we had a contest. That's neither here nor there. So anyway, there were there were two separate Cogswell wraps. Yes, which I'm actually kind of surprised that. Like, with no, uh, they, these were, like, created in a vacuum, basically. Like, nobody said Cogswell rap. Well, at some point we did, but I think it was after oh, these were created. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. We had received these, these not listened to them, and then talked about how someone should do a Cogswell rap. I figure anything that's got a sound file will just be stuck into the end of this episode. Oh. So people are going to see it and be like, holy jeez, this episode's, like, 70 minutes long. It must be the best episode of 24 ever. <laughs> it but we'll get to that later. All right. So are we just going to announce the winner and the runners up? Uh, but yes. I feel like you shouldn't stick all the sound files in right now. I think we should play the runners we up and the winners. Like, so that they know your stuff was good, people, and we liked all of it. But this is definitely a notch above. So let's, let's, let's do three winners. Second runner up, first runner up, and then champion. Okay. All right. Who's the third runner-up? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't plan this far in advance. Who would? You, all right. Let's. Of the three people you think deserve something, let's let's list them. Okay. Well, there's Compel Flawful Flawful Bottom. All right. There's the two raps. Um, Which rap did you think I... was better? Because all right, this is my my feeling is that Shantae with the Cromham uh, Pompalawful should definitely. Get third place. Okay, so it's basically which rap was better? Correct. Which one did you feel like really captured it? So I should have refreshed my memory before we started this. Let's see if I can sort of... Um... Damn it. Because I remember thinking it was sort of opposite. Like, they both had pretty strong lyrics. I thought the, the beats were a little weak in one of them, and the rapping was a little weak in the other. I can't remember which is which. Um, and the other one doesn't say rap on it, so I can't find it quickly. But it was one of the earlier ones we got. Ah, oh, this is sad. This is not good radio. This is never good radio. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> but now it's not It's not good fast karate for the gentleman is the problem. All right, here we go. Here's the other rap. Oh, this one doesn't have the lyrics. I think it was the first one that I liked better. 
Well, then the one that which one is, is that, it? <laughs> the one with uh, okay, it's the guy who uh, what's his name? S. Plutums. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that one as well. You that would that would be your pick? Yes. Okay, so that's going to be third and second. Yep. And then that a, one was pretty good. Yeah, and the, the hands yeah. down the winner by far, and I think you guys will understand once you hear it. Yeah, is Steve Hanner. I mean, yeah, who is you know that's that's drag from the forums. I I did not know that in fact, but I don't care because I didn't think past. Li- I listened to it like seven times. I even had <laughs> Kathy listen. to I it. I only listened to it once. It was really long. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I had Kathy listen to it. She was. And was know, she like awesome? Yeah, she was just like she did the like, inching that, that away was, thing. That was good, Joel. That was really good. <laughs> Every time. And then she just plops a big bowl of pudding in your lap. She's like, Yep, I gotta go do grown up stuff. <laughs> yeah. Someday I'll be a grown up. No. <laughs> God willing. Yeah. No. <laughs> I always want to listen to Yeah, but I mean, there's there's a combination of factors. The writing, the use of things of which we are fans, <laughs> which is specifically like faked movie trailers. Also, the buddy got going. The buddy here. cop movie. Yeah, the buddy cop thing, which is like, this is something that has been referenced in the show. See, you know, we say you're laughing just thinking about it. I totally am. Or the 2009 oh, epic. Shut the fuck up, Pebblebox. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, classic and classy. Uh, these drawer. poor guys are going to have to wait like another 20 minutes to even hear it. Just fast forward to the end. <laughs> the rest of this is just filler. It's okay. Nobody minds. But yeah, the buddy cop thing, the fake movie trailers. What, it's like nine minutes long? It's seven like minutes six. long. It's seven minutes okay. long. It's not I that know. long. When you when you describe something as long, typically you're thinking of something that's more than seven minutes. At least most yeah, people well, are. When most people would describe, but like... Cause, what can I do while I'm like listening to something? I have to sit there and listen to it. Like, Are you serious? You I can mean, read the internet or just be entertained. Yeah. I just turned it on and leaned back. I was, yeah. I was you so just close your eyes. You were there, like you were like, take me there, Stephen. Yes. <laughs> take me away, take me away to better days, to better days. Oh man, yeah, it was all around awesome. It was hilarious. Yeah. It had a reference to dangling participles. It was like, <laughs> oh man, I loved it. There was stuff about hentai and the general perversities that sort of that that have not really they've been grafted onto the Pepper Boxian character. Yeah, over the years, all that weeaboo crap that we hate. Yeah, which. The other day when we were playing WoW, one of my guild members was like, did someone say Weeaboo? And I was like, oh yeah, that used to be a Perry Bible Fellowship comic before it spiraled out of control. I don't even know it how... It turned into this know, anime thing. Do you know the origin, origins of that? Like, how did that happen? It was like 4chan or something awful forums. One of them just decided to apply the term to that. Or like... I, I think maybe it started getting used as like a non sequitur... When someone would say something really retarded, like oh, did somebody, somebody say weeaboo? Well, like somebody would like say some sort of idiotic thing, uh, sort of weeaboobian in nature, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they would be like, uh, truly, the 13th episode where she takes off her panties one leg at a time is the premiere episode of this show. And it would like sort of not have any relevance to anything else. Right. And people get creeped out and somebody would reply, did somebody say weeaboo? <laughs> Well, that makes sense, but then how did it apply just to people? I guess because people that are really heavily into Japanese subculture are... Some of the creepiest people ever. Yeah, they're going to say things that are inappropriate. Speaking of creepy people, what's up with that King of Fighters character list? I was looking at that. It is mad weak. Well, it's because they, they included way too many new people. Yeah. I just... I King of Fighters, like... Nobody wants new characters. Nobody's really wanted new characters since, like, 99, 2000, <laughs> whenever they started introducing these crappy characters that they have now. So, like, they I guess they put Mature in, and she's got an eye patch, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't understand I think if, why they changed her character design. I guess she was... Yeah, I don't know. She was kind of, you know, early 90s chic. Like, I could see her jumping out of a, you know, like, as one of the characters from Demolition Man or something. <laughs> it's like, this is what the future will be like. The future is now. Behold. Yeah, I, mature. But I really liked um, that, like, comparison thing they had on Kotaku. Oh, yeah, that was the pretty cool. sprites versus the new sprites. Like, sweet Jeebus. That's a that's some serious difference in resolution. Oh yeah, well it's they made it for HD. Yeah, like but it just ah oh, it looks awesome. I, also, did you see this like horrifying thing? You know that picture of the girl who um who like smells the cat's butt? It's like the Japanese picture. It's like a series of pictures of her putting cats' heads in her mouth, and then the last one, she's got like the butt in her face. It's been posted on our random forum many times. Yeah, I have seen that. I believe. Um, and quickly block it like, out. Thanks for reminding me. I'm going to go cry like into my some, pillow. I guess there's a, uh, a a group of people in Japan who, I mean, I guess there are in America too. They're basically like models. They basically just make money being pretty and like get fans that way. I don't really understand how it works. but Because um, <laughs> otherwise like, you would I have mean, a huge following, like if it was just that easy. I mean, I'm beautiful. I guess she's like... People should be following me. Yeah, I would be awesome. But I don't (laughs) live in Japan, so I don't have the thing. (laughs) Anyway, there are some, like, horrifying pictures posted of her on Kotaku in, like, like this sort of furred bikini with, like, a cat tail and boots and, like, cat ears drinking milk on top of a bar. Like, I'm just wondering if you saw it or perhaps uh, I just conjured it from the ether and it's just evidence of me going insane. I really hope it's that. They have no relevance to anything. It's like, this chick's managers buy her a PS3 and she is happy because I guess she's like a gamer or something, which is how this stuff shows up on Kotaku because they don't have anything else to write about. Yeah, I guess. Um, And it's like, here's some creepy fetish pictures of her in the process. But she also looks like a 12-year-old girl. Well, she's. I don't get it, dog. She's Japanese, Japanese. That's racist, Joel. That's racist. I don't care. When has that ever stopped me before? Never. It's like, the day I can't be racist is the day I die. Well, I don't know. I guess you can call it racist, but it's like, really? Am I oppressing Japanese people? 
These are the people that, you know, gave us Deer S. Yeah. Deers. <laughs> it is pronounced. Who is oppressing whom? By the way, Deer S, also referenced in Steve Hennel's podcast, or his uh, submission. Yeah. <laughs> it's you got to mine it. It's down deep. But, I mean, let this be a lesson to you, people of the internet. If you want to win these things, just stroke our already very open desires. Like, <laughs> you know what we like. You listen to this podcast. If you want to win a contest, just be shameless about it. I like to believe... That these are things that he likes too, though. Oh, probably. But also, he really wanted to impress us because we are great. And we, yeah. And sexy. That's why we. At least I am. I don't know about you. (laughs) That's why he's doing it. It had nothing to do with the hoary arcade stick. Oh, yeah. Also, he wanted that. (laughs) Also, he wanted the $140 value. But I mean, when compared with our admiration, I mean. Can you really put a price on the admiration of a, a podcasting duo on the internet? Yeah. We have upwards of 12 people listening to us. I mean, our say goes a long way. His mom's probably going to hear this and be proud. I mean, I'm, she's probably moved to tears right now just yeah. thinking about it. It's, a, it's okay, Miss Handel. Just sit down. It's all right. You'll be all right. It'll pass. Your son is great. Your son's, he's going to be playing. We Ken all knew Ryu it. in heaven. Yeah. He's so overwhelmed by the prize that he dies. <laughs> well, I or I put I a bundle me. of C four oh. in it. I was like, nobody gets to be that funny on our show. That's not us. Oh, I don't I care, man. Him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a trick. <laughs> oh man. One questions why I mailed him the arcade stick in the first place. If I was just gonna blow him up, it just goes back to that. Just kept the arcade stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that joke should never die. What joke? I said oh, the exact the, same the thing about like joke. Yeah, yeah. Shipping me in like Jump, a refrigerator box. Yourself yeah, as the box <laughs> with the arcade stick. It's like, why didn't you just keep it? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yes. So how about that twenty-four? I guess I don't. I mean, I don't really have any video game stuff to talk about. I downloaded the Valkyria Chronicles DLC. Have not played it. Oh yeah. Beat Plants vs. Zombies. I was sort of saddened by how short it was. Well, come on. But did it was also more? $10. Yeah. <laughs> so How I many hours like did I, you play it? Probably at least 10 Well, you got a dollar per hour, my friend. Yeah. Was... I mean, back in the day, Greg and I used to, you know, like we had the value scale based on how, how much many a games movie? of Gigawing. Like, cause, like, well, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the movie is the general one, like a movie was $8 at the time, and you got two hours of entertainment out of that, so people, things needed to be $4 or more per hour, or $4 or less per hour to be more valuable than seeing a movie. Yes. But there was a lesser-known scale, which was basically unbeatable by any <laughs> metric, which is, How- does this provide as much value as playing an entire game of Gigawing? <laughs> now, an entire game of Gigawing costs, went 45 minutes at least, like 45 minutes to an hour. Um and we could beat it on one quarter each. <laughs> so it cost 50 cents. <laughs> so it's essentially at 10 hours, we, it would have had to cost. We, <laughs> something like, uh, I don't know. Well, no. Maybe like five bucks or so. 450 maybe. I don't, I don't have the exact math, but it's, gotta it's be, not exact. Yeah, but that's for two people, Dave. A little, 
If it was one oh, that's person, true. that's it's a that's quarter. double the value. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's see. It would here. have to cost like if it was ten hours, it would have to cost uh, two dollars and fifty cents. Well, ten hours of gigawing costs a pix- approximately three dollars and thirty-three cents. Uh, repeating, of course. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Opening up calculator <laughs> slowed down my recording. <laughs> Oh, audacity, you freeware piece of crap. We love you so much. There cannot be a a program with less impact on this computer. (laughs) Like, notepad is the only thing that requires less memory. All the calculations that it does while calculating are probably simpler than the calculations it's making just to display the calculator. So why does... That's true. But anyway, 33 and... 3-3 Three, three, repeating, of course, was the answer. So, for something to be 10 hours long, for one person, it needs to be cheaper than $3.33. That's going to be tough. That's tough. Only truly your your truly epic JRPGs can reach that number. <laughs> and they are definitely not going to be fun for that long. I mean, sure, yeah. you'll get like 90 hours worth of gameplay out of it, but the 60 hours you spent grinding... I don't think you can even really... Yeah, not so much with that. But oh well, shall we talk about 24? Yes, let us talk about 24. Kim Bauer um, is an idiot. Yeah, she's pretty dumb. She sat down like- right next to the people who were trying to kill her. It's like, really? It's like, she might as well have sat down and then it pans over and there's a puma right there. <laughs> Well, you know what their trick was? They pooped in all the other seats in the airport. She couldn't sit anywhere else. It's like, man, so much poop in all these seats. I guess I'm going to have to sit next to these two people, which are like the husband and wife kidnapping duo of evil. They're not really husband you and wife. Something was, you knew something was up with that woman as soon as like Kim bumped into her. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she was like, are you okay? It was like, shady camera pan. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. At first I was like, wait, is that supposed to be the terrorist chick? Did he change her her wig again? Yeah. I didn't even understand that. Like, the, 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 um, the Pakistani guy saw that terrorist chick without the disguise, right? Yes. Like, and then she put the disguise on. Seemingly only to fool him, which it didn't do. <laughs> and her disguise makes her look exactly like the president from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yes. Like, who had cancer and had to wear a wig that looked like that wig. It's like, come on. Everybody on that train knew you were wearing a fake wig. Like, you might as well just not worn the costume. You would have stood out less. Yeah, for you're a white person on the DC Metro. You'll blend in. You're also, she's wearing a business suit and carrying a red duffel bag. Yeah. Nobody thought that was suspicious. Who carries a duffel bag with a suit? Maybe she was getting back from the gym. Or yeah, well. Everybody, yeah. Now, uh, by your criteria, everybody who ever went to the gym would just get tackled by, you know, the better safe subway than sorry, cops. Joel. <laughs> Hit him right in the back of the knee. It's like, oh, I just had surgery. Whatever, terrorist, what's in the bag? Oh, yeah. this smells awful. 
I think I'm gonna Little be sick. Bio weapon. It's a bio agent. Seal it up. Get it in the get it in the truck. They just like pour gas on it and light it on fire right there. So like, I don't think that's a safe way to dispose of it. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You're next. Better safe than sorry, terrorist. Yeah, you're getting burned next. You could have. I'm an American citizen. I'm not a terrorist. I just wanted to lose some weight. <laughs> they also really poorly timed the the explosion on that bomb. They were like, it's going to blow up as soon as he pulls into the station. Yeah. And then they, they like, pull into the station. And uh, Jack's, like, guiding them through it. He's like, all right, now I want you to take your time. Just look around. Tell me what you see. Anything over there? He's like, no. He's like, anything Anything maybe above the rag? He's like, no. He's like, I don't want to rush you. <laughs> just just take, take it slow. We don't want to miss the bag. So let's just very carefully look under the seat you're sitting in. All right, now stand up. Make sure you don't trip and fall. Put one foot in front of the other. Oh, I see it. Okay, for the love of God, run. Yeah, just start fucking running. <laughs> it's like, all right, how much time does it have left on it? Uh, like a minute and 23 seconds. He's like, why are you still talking to me? <laughs> are you stupid? Hey, stupid. I love it how he tries the question. And he's like, "Wait, why do I have to do this?" It's like, "Hey, jerkwad!" You're the only one there, dick. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, I know your day's been pretty rough, and I'm sorry to heap this <laughs> upon you. But it's like, nobody else is in the train. It's like, hey, next time, don't be a sissy and take out some people. Yeah, <laughs> your brother did. Come on, your brother did it. Yeah, he's not a sissy. <laughs> your brother cut that man's neck with a shard of a mirror yeah i love it that they actually managed to stop him the morphine (laughs) they actually managed to stop him from slitting that guy's throat i was like man the human neck sturdier than i thought yeah he's like well it was a very dull piece of mirror (laughs) just so sawing it (laughs) oh man i love it and did you notice that it was the same paramedic that was at jack's uh uh when jack got exposed to the nerve agent no. Well, it may not have been that him, guy. Like, but is it, there's this one black. The black paramedic is the same guy as an earlier paramedic. Maybe when they were, they crashed into with Dubaku. Yeah, Dubaku's paramedic. <laughs> I noticed that it was like the same guy. And I'm like, wow, you must hate Jack Bauer, dude. He's like, come on, I'm pulling a double shift. Oh my gosh, not this guy again. He's like, he's like, how come we just? It's like he doesn't let us give any patient morphine. <laughs> You're just going to get him hooked on it. It's a soldier's sickness. I know what happens. It's like, it's, <laughs> sir, that was the 1860s. This man is almost certainly going to die. <laughs> He's going to pass out from the shock. He's going to pass out when I shove my finger into the nerve cluster. <laughs> yeah, when I just grip it. When I wrap my teeth around it and yank it out. He's like, he starts barking at him. He's like, tell me where Tony is. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And he just bites him. <laughs> Jack, do you really think that was the best, like, that was the first thing you did to torture him? You didn't even, like, put some bamboo shoots under his fingernails. Hello, nerve agent. I'm crazy. I think I'm a dog. (laughs) I don't even... (laughs) I'm coming for you next. I like when they, uh, they they save the bomb and they throw it in the room, and Jack's like... It's finally over. And then, like, Renee gives him this, like, awkward hug. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they've got like the camera angle from over his shoulder looking right at her face and she's like uh <laughs> so what do i do now Dude, i love it how they tested that you know the the release mechanism like when they showed him like you know oh the release mechanism works and when jack threw that thing into the contained area it just exploded the top yeah i was like really <laughs> they were like We've altered the release mechanism for maximum dispersal. It's like, so we put a bomb on it. <laughs> we're just going to blow it up. It was better than plan A. What was plan A? We were going to hit it with a rock. Yeah. <laughs> just going to throw sort of rocks at it and then hold our breaths yeah. and run away. <laughs> they like they set up the canister in like the middle of the train when like everybody's looking at it and then they run away and they have a pile of rocks like sitting next to a trash can. <laughs> yeah. And they keep missing and trying to run. It's like they throw it and then run away, but then it doesn't explode. So they have to come back. Okay, did it go? It did, the one guy's got like a wet handkerchief over his face. Come on, Kevin. It's like, I'll be fine. Just hit it. I'm trying. It's hard. It's hard. It's really small. And it just keeps bouncing around whenever we actually do hit it with the rocks. And then, the, yeah, so they do the inevitable thing where they get close enough to just like smack it. It's like, that's it. They cut it open and then it immediately sprays all in their faces. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> They're like, ah, this is way worse than that hornet's nest. <laughs> yeah. well, I told you not to mess with it. Uh, I think the the ultimate moment of this episode has to be the inevitable capture of Tony. Oh Jack's my like, we gosh. don't have time to turn this into a pursuit. And I was like, what does that mean? And then he hits Tony with his car. Well, he hits Tony's van with his car. And then he hits it again. I love it. And then, yeah, and what's really crazy is that he rams Tony, and it seems like all those cars were already there anyway. Yeah. He's just out for blood. It's like, no, Jack, He's uh, there's actually, we're at a drawbridge. He doesn't have anywhere to go. The drawbridge is actually out. There's not even a bridge there. He couldn't even jump it. It's down for construction. He can't. We got to ram him. (laughs) You got to take this out. And then I love how he bursts into the van and then like subdues him with his manly bear hug. Tony. He's like, I got to lock this shit down. (laughs) I love you so hard. Why'd you betray me? He's like, you don't know how much you've hurt me. So I have to show you the only way I know how. Yeah, he's like, with pain. It's like he's about to hit him, then he turns on, like, the Jack Bauer betrayal mix. Do you really want to hurt me? He's, like, crying <laughs> as he gets out of the van. Renee's like, Jack, are you all right? I'm like, fine. Should have known better than to cheat a friend. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, laying on the ground and rolling. Guilty whisper. God, no reason. Tony's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like, I-, I guess I'm going to leave. <laughs> So, yeah, he's just so uncomfortable. He tells Jack whatever he wants to know. Yeah. I like uh, oh, during the, Jack, the the interrogation. Jack, don't cry. It's like such a a bitch interrogation. Considering Jack's like he's telling the guards, he's like, "Give me five minutes alone with him," and they're like, "Sir, we can't do that." And he's like, just stares at them. They're like, "All right, sorry, my bad." <laughs> sorry, he barks. He's, oh yeah, right, we forgot. And then like, what a what a sissy interrogation. He puts him on there. Like, he just pummels him a little. Who cares? And Tony's like, you think you got anything left to take from me, Jack? And I was like, man, your wife died like four years ago. I think you like, should. At this point, beating your ass isn't about, like, taking anything away. It's just retribution for Jack. 
Like I, I'm just saying, like I think the four years of horrific terrorist acts, like you don't really get to complain about your wife dying. It's like really, Jack. I, I'm mostly dead inside already. I mean, come on. She was my life, Jack. Tony, that was four years um, ago. I've gone through like six relationships by now. Yeah. <laughs> we got married, and they all died the next day. <laughs> I don't even, there's a guy following me around, I guess. I don't even know. I can't even believe you're talking about this. I was locked up in China for a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, seriously? And the government knew I was there. And the only reason they took me out is that so some other group could kill me. Here, look. Look at this. He, like, pulls out, like, a... He flips out a, an easel and puts one of those whiteboards on it. And he's like, he puts a little dot on it. He's like, this is Tony yeah. Almeida's suffering. I'm not even going to draw anything else because it's nested in a sea of Jack Bauer suffering. <laughs> he just starts scrawling back and forth on the board with the marker. This is Jack Bauer's. <laughs> this is Jack Bauer's suffering. Starts jamming the marker to the board. <laughs> just breaks. Yeah. Any questions? Tony. He just keeps hitting it. He's like, hits him in the can face. Can I get a mocha latte? <laughs> yeah, can I get a, a chai latte? I'm kind of parched. <laughs> Man, remember those jokes? The foam. Was... The foam on the top, it's spicy. I love it. That was, uh, it was just a couple of weeks ago, but it feels like so long ago before we knew of, of Tony's inevitable betrayal. <laughs> yeah. Now who's inevitable on the sidelines? third Tony. betrayal. <laughs> It's like, hey, I, I could use a little help here, guys. It's like, oh, hey, Tony, me and the guys from the Secret Cabal, uh, we're kind of in the middle of a bridge game right now. Yeah. Can't really help you out. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, eliminate him, and the chicks, but like, he put his man penis in me. I can't. She's like, I love. Wait, him. but we we have a plan. It's actually the exact same plan that Dennis Hopper had. <laughs> I also love that, like, the guy has to ask, you better have a plan. It's like, I think you know what the plan is. Oh, that's right. I've seen every other season of 24. We're going to kidnap Kim, aren't we? We kidnapped his daughter, (laughs) and now we're going to make him do something, but he's going to act like he's not doing it. (laughs) Thus, it's like shoehorning in a half a season of previous 24 into the last three episodes. Two episodes. (laughs) Yeah. It's. It's like, it's like, all right, stop me if you've heard this one before. We're going to kidnap his daughter, and then we're going to tell him to kill somebody he doesn't want to kill. Except he's not going to kill him. He's going to let him out. And they're like, whoa, you just changed that whole fucking paradigm. Because <laughs> before, it was like he had to shoot a guy. But now, he has to, like, stop a guy from getting shot. Whoa. And they're like, no, he actually whoa. did that in the third season. My mind is blown. <laughs> it's like, this is nuts. I knew there was a reason we kept you on. And she's like, I've also had sex with all of you. <laughs> and that. But the plan's pretty good, too. <laughs> well, what's even well, see, the problem is the plan isn't very good. Because if they knew anything yeah. about the previous episodes of 24, Jack inevitably saves his daughter and kills everyone else. Yeah. He shot Dennis Hopper. He had two pistols when he took him out. <laughs> that means That means not only did he save his daughter... He found an extra pistol. Yeah, we don't even know where that came from. <laughs> Probably some dead body. He may have grown it. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, he may have excreted it. <laughs> he swallowed it. I mean, either way, he either swallowed it or inserted it rectally. <laughs> Ooh, 
This one's got some angles on it. <laughs> well, that's what they call commitment, and that's what Jack Bauer is known for. Seriously, I, I was waiting for like the Liam Neeson speech from Taken. He was just going to tell that lady. He's like, really? Do you know who I am? No, seriously. Do you know who I am? I'm Jack Bauer. And I'm crazy Jack under- Bauer at this point. I don't understand why they're like, okay, you have to stay on the two-way so we know what you're talking about so you don't give this away. And that's when you like picks up the piece of paper next to him, and he's like, they want me to free Tony. <laughs> they have my daughter. And he just shows it to everybody. And Tony's like, huh. <laughs> oh, crap. Or, or, in fact, he could just write on the first piece of paper, knock out Tony. <laughs> The Renee just blackjacks him, and then he's like, "Okay, thanks." No, and now's the explanation. <laughs> no, the best of he, he like shows everybody the paper. Like you know, he calls them all over. They gather around him, and he like holds it up. Then he walks over to the window of the car and like holds it up to Tony. <laughs> and then just like and then he punches beat the crap it. out of Tony. <laughs> the door behind yeah. him swings open. There's like twenty FBI guys with clubs. <laughs> They're all Larry Boss's bowling team. <laughs> he bowled a 270, you son of a bitch. We needed that for the ATF guys. Come on. <laughs> I like it was like, this is for what you did to Larry, or you're going to pay for what you did to Larry. It's like, who the fuck is Larry? <laughs> I already forgot about him. Everybody forgot about him. He's like the. He was annoying. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. They really need to kill the annoying people in this show, a.k.a. President's daughter. A.k.a. Janine Garofalo. Also her. Whose name is Janice Gold. Might as well have named her Jewy McJew. Like, <laughs> I never caught her name. I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> How much more Jewish could she be? Janice Goldman Stein. Well, you know, she, she could be Jesus. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And then... Chloe would have no compunctions. It's like, all right, Jesus. I know you're the son of God. I love that little aside. They're like, well, we've only got about 90 minutes left in this show. Better have the wise-cracking computer analyst duke it out. It's like, why don't you send that through some made-up node technology I just made up? It's like, I didn't even know that technology existed. Well, I said it, so it does. (laughs) Yeah. Send it to Jack's PDA while you're at it. (laughs) Can you open up a live stream to Jack's PDA? He wants to watch this no, Hulu episode. No, because that's not actually possible. She just rolls her eyes at her, like pouts, does the thing where like she sticks her lower lip out and like blows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. Hmm. Grumpy me. Hmm. Like they're like she's like you could have at least given me props or whatever. Yeah. It's like how about a, an I'm sorry and Chloe's like for what? And she's like for doing something that you couldn't do. And she's like, maybe you don't know me that well, but I don't actually apologize for stuff. <laughs> well, I was like, you know what? I said thank you when I did not pop you in the mouth for being dumb. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you're lucky you're still alive. You could be dissolving in a tub of lie in my garage. <laughs> don't think I wouldn't do it. I'm going to kill you with my, my grumpiness. Husband. Behold, it's true power. She like frowns at her. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Just withers under her gaze. Ah! <laughs> Bones just start. She just implodes. <laughs> All the FBI guys are just like throwing up in their helmets. <laughs> yeah. Even the proximity. People on different floors are starting to feel woozy and passing out. 
<laughs> this is the true power. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I love it. And that... Uh, why is it so easy to strangle people? What? No, here's my question about the strangulation. Why does he strangle that guy for like a minute and a half and then break his neck? It's like, then what was all that strangling for? Yeah, let's cut out the middle murder attempt. I mean, to, to contextualize this, Jack, clever boy that he is, um, had a, uh, an FBI guy or someone trailing Kim to make sure she made it out of the airport okay. And so they played it up like he was some shady guy trailing her. And then it's like, then at the end of the episode, he calls Jack and he's like, looks like your daughter's going to be okay. And he's like, good. Oh, and Keep also, an eye on her. I've just finished signing my own death warrant. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks into the bathroom and that's where he is murdered by the very friendly man, the man who was pretending to be a friendly couple from a nearby town to where Kim lived. And they were like hanging out with her. Um so, I mean, there's a bunch of retarded crap, but, like, yeah, the, the guy murders him in the bathroom by strangling him for a minute and then breaking his neck. The only thing I thought was particularly clever was leaving him in the bathroom stall, and I was like, you know, a good bathroom would be a good place to kill somebody, even though this is the most conspicuously empty airport bathroom ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> like... They don't even have, like, a, somebody, like, walking you, awkwardly and then just walk right out, like, oh... <laughs> Occupado. You leave the body in the stall, right? And people are like, ooh, somebody made us stinky. Well, it's like, no, that's a dead body you're smelling. If I'm a trained government agent, like, the third thing I hope I will have learned is how to escape being garroted. I mean, it seems like it shouldn't be that hard. It's a dude, right? So he's got a pair of balls on him. Just reach back you, and grab him. Like, you still have use of your hands. Just squeeze on his balls. <laughs> like You don't even have to. Just pull him forward, like shift your weight forward, and then run out of the bathroom with him on your back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, like, it's, it's, it's as if as soon as your oxygen supply is cut off for even a second, you're just like, you're done. All you can think of to do is put your hands like up to your neck and be like, uh, like I swear, just crush his balls. Or just get your gun. Like, it took him such a long time, I would have shot him in the leg by then. Yeah, you have a gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> You could go all Bruce Willis on him, just shoot through yourself. Yeah, uh, anything, really. There's a myriad of options. Like, don't they treat you this stuff? Like, it shouldn't be that hard. I don't know, man. Maybe he was just totally, he was probably just so disappointed that this freaking boomer hippie assassin was taking him out. It's like, when I'm not an assassin, I like to invest in Web 2.0 companies. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking haircut. I thought he was going to be, like, Swedish. I thought he was going to be like, Herdegard, nice to meet you. <laughs> Maybe he is. He's just masking his accent. Uh, all right, Sven. <laughs> so, the thing that I don't really get about the whole kidnapping situation is they have her kidnapped in a public place. They're at the waiting area for an airplane. How about you just don't let Tony out and call Kim's cell phone and say, "Hey." How about you fucking text Kim? Yeah, just like do it right then. They won't even hear you talking, so that's like it's not a problem with all the technology on this show. You can't send a little SMS, be like, "Hey, Kim, you're gonna get kidnapped." If there's somebody shady hanging around you, how about you shout, "Arrest this person! <laughs> I'm gonna get kidnapped." There's probably a dead body somewhere around here. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, just announce, just start screaming, dead body in the bathroom. I mean, nine just, times out of just ten. Just point at that woman and say, she's an Arab. She's Saudi Arabian or something. <laughs> I don't know. She said something about oil and bombs and <laughs> jihad. Death to America. I hate America and your American French fries. That's what she Or better yet, announce that you're a terrorist. That will get you locked down. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And then you're perfectly, what are they going to do then? Or say you're both terrorists and then just everybody gets hosed down. There's just options. There's so many options. This isn't the London subway. She's not going to get shot. This is, this is hardly the, the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah. Like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? There are many ways out of these situations, and I feel like we've prevented a, or we've presented Dave, a broad number of. Them. I mean, this conspiracy has such far-reaching. I mean, like she goes, she tries to run up to a cop and like starts talking to him, and then the camera like flashes over. It's a jaguar in a police officer's hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she didn't even know. Oh no! Oh my! God. It's one He's of the like, conspirators. Wow! She starts to run away, pounces on her. <laughs> Good job, Puma. Way to go. I knew we should have kept you, you on the team. You've your team for a reason. <laughs> He's like talking into like, the I... Puma then speaks into the voice scrambler. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I'd have my revenge. Ever since season two. You thought you got away from me. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. This, this mountain lion came back, didn't it, bitch? I learned how to talk. I learned how to wear clothes and walk upright. Oh, that takes me back. You. I remember yeah. when like the mountain lion became part of the storyline in season two. Yeah, and you're like, this, this is like a good two episodes. You were like, <laughs> yeah, but that was back when 24 was so crazy. It was awesome, and now it's yeah. just so crazy. Yeah, the awesome. They forgot about that part. Ah, uh, 24. What won't you do for the thousandth time? So I think next week is the season finale. Really? Are they going to do a two-hour one? Probably. That that has been the trend for many seasons now. So I'm just going to assume. Uh, you know what they should do? They should bring Jack's African friend back from the dead. Oh, that would be awesome. He'll helicopter <laughs> No, he just he, – Tony is about to shoot Jack, and then you hear this faint like sound like, uh, and then he just lands on him. <laughs> So like the mine exploded him into space, and then he just lands on Tony. It's like, hey, Jack. Sorry it took me so long, Jack. How's it going? Good thing my special forces training allowed me to take advantage of the Earth's gravitational pull to swing me around here and not land for 24 hours. <laughs> well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he just took a little two-seater like a twin-engine plane. It just took him a while to get there. No, I was just saying because, you know, the the landmine exploded him up. <laughs> and it took him that long to come back down and land on Tony. So it actually took him a couple months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen <laughs> things in deepest space, Jack. And I've come back to tell you about them. That's season eight of 24. Yeah. The new man, he's like, terrorists are on Mars. Terrorists have a base on Mars. Or in the moon. It's Adam. Adam is in the moon and Jack's got to take him out. <laughs> yeah. Machine tentacles versus Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer actually manages to disembowel the tentacles. <laughs> he, he puts one in a headlock and like runs up a wall and kicks another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it breaks its neck. Quote. 
Oh, that would be sweet. I'm telling you, you guys got a whole year or whatever to pick us up as writers. <laughs> People who listen to the show just start need to start forwarding the transcripts to uh to the writers of 24. <coughs> and they're like, "Oh, wh- what have we been doing wrong? Fire everyone." <laughs> Everyone, everyone. <laughs> oh. But okay, let's shut it down. Play some stuff for you after the music about things you need to know. It's true. About the, the 2009 epic. Shut the fuck up, Pepperbox. Shut the fuck up, Pepperbox. <laughs> Good night, internet. In a world where madness reigns supreme and the lines between reality and fantasy begin to blur, one cop embarks on a quest to solve the most grisly crime of his career. I'm Officer Deacon Hash and I'm here to investigate the crime scene. I heard it was pretty brutal. Listen, Hash, I don't think you wanna. Don't tell me my business, son. I've been on the force for 23 years, and there ain't nothing I haven't seen you. Jesus, go for fucking Christ! Wait, wait, what the hell is that coming out of his anus? Is that a tentacle? Oh my god. My god. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of time and suspects, Officer Hash is left with no choice but to seek out an expert. The only mind capable of solving such a heinous crime. A black and white just picked them up and took them down to the station. We try getting them to talk, but nobody understands what the hell he's saying. Let me handle this. You may be the most socially inept mamma jamma on the planet, but when it comes to studying the kind of shit we've seen today, he's the best. The best! The mind of a pompous internet otaku. It's been a long time, Pepper Box. Officer, I swear, she told me she was 500 years old. And a vampire. Pepper Box, we got a laundry list of charges we can book you with right now. Piracy, illegal downloading, black market eBay deals, triads. Take your best shot, Seamus. I have an associate's degree in Klingon law, and my bat-like skills are unparalleled. Well, that's a nice mouth you got there, Pepperbox. What kind of mouth is gonna make you mighty popular to the boys down at County? I wouldn't be here right now unless you had a deal for me, Hash. So spill it. Fair enough. I got problems bigger than you, Pepperbox. Problems the size of ten cadavers down at the city morgue with fifty pounds of calamari shoved up their asses. Sound familiar? Should it? I hear you got a pretty large collection of that there Japanese tentacle porn. It's not tentacle porn. It's cephalopod erotica. And what of it? In my book, that makes you the world's leading expert in the field. If I'm gonna solve this case, I'm gonna need your help. Kiss my ass, Hash. That's a nice ass you got there, Pepperbox. The kind of ass that's gonna make you mighty popular to the boys down in county. Uh, point taken. So what's in it for me? The 
DA can offer you a full buck. And the box set of Dear Ass on DVD. Considering the DA's office's long persecution of anime downloaders, how can I believe anything they say? Well, that's a mighty nice dangling participle you got there, Pepper Box. Got a dangling participle that's gonna make you mighty popular to the boys down in county. Okay, okay, I'm convinced. Let's go. But can this mismatched odd couple rise above their differences to save the world from the greatest criminal mind of their generation? Or will they kill each other first? This is great. Two eternal enemies united to a common cause. Or like a Murrow Ray and Char Aznable in the 1985 epic Mobile Suit Z Gundam. Yeah, that or like Officer Deacon Hash and Cogswell Pepperbox in the 2009 epic. Shut the fuck up, Pepperbox! I just got another call on the horn. There's been another killing. Look at these injuries, Officer Hash. The fact that she's missing an eyeball can only mean one thing. We're looking at a Kikika Shinchuku enthusiast. Yeah, what? Whatever. Damn it, I hate this anime bullshit. Join them as they fight against the bad guys, each other, and finally, their own tortured pasts. It was my son's ninth birthday. I wanted to get him a movie he could watch with his little friends. And, well, he liked ninjas. He liked ninjas a lot. And I didn't think that scrolls would be such a deal-breaker. Ash, you couldn't have known. Ninjas were all over the place back then. Tell that to my divorce lawyer. But will either of them have a future when they blow the lid off this case and discover the true criminal mastermind behind this citywide crime spree? Gerald Rathcomb? That's right, Pepperbox. We're the same, you and me. Like two sides of the same coin. That's how I knew. That's how I knew when I first heard your voice. That I would be the one to kill you. Feats don't fail me now! Starring Cogswell Pepperbox as himself. Actually, the large-eyed animated look started in America. You see, Osama Tezuka, the grandfather of anime, was also a huge fan of Walt Disney. Specifically, the timeless classic Pinocchio. And Dexter's Eric King as Officer Deacon Hash. Oh, goddamn you, Pepperbox, I hate you. Oh, I hate you so much. I hate you so much I can taste it. Oh, it tastes like licorice jelly beans. I hate licorice jelly beans. I hate them, Pepperbox. And reintroducing Sir Nicholas Cage Esquire as Gerald Rathko. This is the part where I put on my luchador mask and hate fuck each of your nostrils. Coming this summer. What? For, for real? You're just gonna sit in your room and watch cartoons about little girls dressing up as maids all day? Aren't you getting a little too old for... I'm never getting too old for this shit! Pepperbox.
Rated R, bitches. The audio drama adaptation was the superior version.